We're feeling fine on the mouth of the time. The Customs House Hour on Radio Shields. Good morning and welcome to the Customs House Hour here on Radio Shields. My name's Ray Spencer and I'm delighted to be coming across the airwaves to you in your little home on this Sunday morning. Hope you're having a great time. Our first track today is Do I Love You? And do I love you? Indeed I do. Thanks for listening.
gem of a record is our Sheila Graber, who has been setting records in all of her, if I'm allowed to say it, 81 years. Had a massive birthday last year. Now, hello, Sheila. How are you doing, Pet? Hello, Ray. I'm doing all the better for hearing you. Cheers. So, Sheila, you were about to have a huge exhibition with lots of workshops across the whole of South Tyneside using the museum and the customs house. And then COVID struck. What did you do? Just kept going, thanks. So I have a virtual one, and then you kindly offered me the space at the Christmas house to have a show. I think kicked off in the middle, you know, a few months back, which was great. So thanks to you, I have had a bit of a show, and it's going to be picked up later on after the famous, which is very good, the takeover, which I'm looking forward to, is coming up at your. And we'll be back, but before that, you'll be at South Shields Museum. Your yeah, exhibition opens there. I will, Ray, yes. Hopefully, it opens on my birthday. It's my birthday, folks, May the 14th. Should I say that right? May the 14th, we're going to have a virtual opening with Pam Royal. She's going to virtually open it just quietly. The thing will open its doors on May the 17th. So the Museum in Ocean Road opens its doors May the 17th, and hopefully, people can go in. Uh, and you have been fantastic. What you might know, listeners, is that Sheila has been selling her artworks, not just for us. Uh, but she's sold a lot of artwork for the Customs House and we absolutely love it a bit for doing that, our honorary fellow. Uh, and, but you've also been supporting your other great love, which is Stray Cats. It is indeed, yes. Stray, stray Cats is Willow's Cat Adoption Centre, yes. Yeah, quite, yeah. Uh, who do a brilliant job, yes, who support them. I'm allergic to cats and on those occasions <laughs> that I've gone round to Sheila and Jens, they absolutely <laughs> almost kill me with the cats. I have to uh, go well, on an well, oxygen well, machine when I leave. <laughs> Um, we've trained them up ready to pounce. Now tell me, how did you get into having art, the creation of art as a living? How did you do that? It just evolved just for fun. I think the main thing about the art is a bit like yourself, isn't it? You do it because you like it. And if you're very lucky and keep going, things happen and you end up doing it as living. I did it for fun when I was little. My mum gave me a little table to play at where I mess about plasticine and all that stuff. And that grew. And then eventually I followed it up with art and I taught art from the age of 21 to I was 40. When I was divorced, I had a bit of time when I was 30 and I started messing about with the cine camera. So instead of, and plasticine as well, plus the scene's still there so when I was 30 I messed about with um, the cine camera and I thought oh I find it had a little move click move click thing on it we're talking here a Super 8 film camera which I bought mm, at Dixon's yeah, one of yeah, those shops yeah. down King Street yes Super 8 film camera and I thought oh yeah and I, I got it for holiday films but then I found you could actually bump on your titles you put the plastic letter on click plastic click plastic I thought maybe I'd make animation so I went to Turner's down Father Street exactly across the road from here yes and I said to the child have you got on, on animation yeah he said eh I said like you know cartoon oh cartoons wait. I said well I'm going to make some at home. oh no you can't make cartoons at home you need a big studio so I thought, right okay so I just messed about at home and it grew and eventually and ten years later I was doing it for world television so it shows you just pay a steer to mess about but you know I, I've I've seen the exhibition, obviously, because it was up for a long time in, in Customs House and we're having to take it down to get our next exhibition up, but we're going to put it back. And it's fascinating for anybody who's interested in how you make animation, because you have those beautiful cells that you make. You, you'll have to explain what a cell is for those who are listening. Do you want to explain? 
if you like, yes, yeah. like the way Disney used to do. Yeah. And it was the only way to do it then, really. Mm. So that's why I did it. So, I mean, I do it in computer now, and quite honestly, I would not have done it in Salisford. No. Yeah, so what you would do is you use a light box, which is just a box with a light behind, which I made the early ones, and you put a thin paper on it, you draw a picture. Right. Say a circle. Then you put and oh sorry, it was a little punched. You know, like a like a cell punch. Yeah, 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 office yeah, punch. yeah. Little dowels that you stick in. So you've got these two little dowels. You've got a punched bit of paper. You stick a bit of paper on the dowels. Okay, and you draw a circle. Right. Or in my case, you draw a cat. Right. And you put another bit of paper on top on top of the dowels. Right. So as it's registered, and you draw a slightly different cat, maybe with its eye going down a little bit. Mm. Put another bit of paper on, draw another drawing with eye going down a little bit more, mm -hmm. and then one. And at 24 drawings a second. Well, actually, you take two. It's 12 drawings a second. It always says 24. You've got your 24 drawings. You then take them off and you trace them on cell, and that's your celluloid, a short yeah. first celluloid. So you trace them off in black ink, paint them on the back, and then one by one put them under your camera on the same little dowel so you're registered all the way so you've got your dowels under your camera and you put a picture on you click the camera for two clicks take the picture off put the next one on two clicks take the picture off I'm doing it I'm doing it folks take the picture off doing it and then when it runs back three weeks later in the case of film the thing moves which is magic and when it first happened I couldn't believe it and that stayed with me Ray the magic of and, and and I've seen you work with many many groups of young people and they are absolutely beguiled by the work seeing their work created and moved before them and their families get excited about it it is such a magic thing that you do Sheila um, what people can't see and I can is when you talk about animation if you want to know what animation is watch Sheila talk she uses her hands and her face is so full of life and so full of joy uh, and uh, you, you are your energy is boundless what's your secret not doing proper work I've avoided housework cooking ironing cleaning all of that all my life right so therefore I have time to mess about and enjoy myself and make a living at it so I'm very lucky Ray you you are very lucky indeed you didn't, do you know what we were we had life is a roller coaster and you were saying that uh, life has been a roller coaster for you uh, but we're now going to have a track just to uh, have a break give you a chance to catch your breath we're going to have nancy sinatra with these boots are made for walking
were made for walking which was written by Lee Hazelwood and he actually wanted to sing it himself but Nancy Sonara said oh if a man sings that it sounds harsh but if give it to a girl and it'll sound cute it still sounds a fantastic number back to our guest today which is the lovely Sheila Graber and we're delighted to have her here ahead of the opening of her exhibition at South Shields Museum uh, Sheila you have been working with young people for years indeed you were a teacher in South Shields weren't you? Mm-hmm. Yes yeah, started off in 1961 when I was 21 yes at Stanhope Secondary which is a great school yes and then moved on and happily at the museum Sure, there'll be lots, there'll be 26 different sets of work from 26 different students who are now in their 60s, and then there's work from their students or children, and there's work from their students and their children. So we've got five generations really coming up. And if you were to revisit what schools do now, what do you think they should include they in should the curriculum? The arts, having fun, play, let every let, let be every child aimed at what they can do, not what they can't do, and remove sats at a stroke. It's 11 plus, there's a little nine-year-old, I'm watching little Henry's nine, and he's mm. doing 11 plus. He's doing things I can't do. And all our parents, hello folks, have a look at what your kiddies are doing for their homework and see if you can do it, right? And then complain. It's not your teacher's fault, it's the national curriculum fault, which hopefully will be changed. There you go. Now, Sheila will campaign for the rest of her life <laughs> to include arts in education, and I can only but agree. It makes a person rounded, it makes a person think about themselves and think about others in a different way. Isn't that right, Sheila? Got it in one way, yes. Yeah. So, exhibition on the 17th of May, mm-hmm. but for those people who might be able to make the exhibition, you produced a fantastic double DVD, didn't you? And what's, what is on that double DVD? Thank you, Ray. Yes, it's a selection of all my films that were made right from the beginning to the end, and the Northeast Film Archive uh, took it on board. They've got all my work, because I am an archive. I'd say I ran should be an 80, folks. You're an archive, and people look after you. And uh, they took my work, and they've catalogued it all, and they, uh, we work together on it but they have put out this DVD which was everything from Lion Yourself Geordie to Mike Neville at you know uh, Inside Look North to My River Tyne a whole selection of stuff that hopefully be something everybody and the lovely thing is it is sold in aid of the Customs House and the North East Film Archive and you can get it from the Customs House or you can go on our website www.thecustomshouse.co.uk and have a life's work 
kept in your room forever. <laughs> Sheila, you know I love you to bits. It's always a pleasure to spend some time with you. I look forward to seeing more work produced for you, as I did when I went to Paris and went to the Pompidou Centre just to see some of Sheila's work being played there. Thank you very much to Sheila Graber. It should be Dame Sheila Graber. It's just a matter of time. And somebody else that should have received the highest of honours is the fantastic Nina Simone. And this is one of my favourites with My Baby Just Cares For Me. Thank you. 
bitch and it's bringing me out the dark Finally I can see you crystal clear Go ahead and sell me out and I'll lay your ship back See how I'll leave with every piece of you Don't underestimate the things that I will do There's a fire starting in my heart Reaching a fever pitch and it's bringing me out the dark The scars are Adele rolling in the deep did you know it was released on the 29th of November 2010 and it was the fifth best-selling digital single of 2011 with sales of 8.2 million copies and they've now topped over 21 million copies worldwide making rolling in the deep the best-selling digital single of all 
time. A day without learning is a day wasted. So this is the Customs House Hour, broadcasting on Radio Shields, making waves across the Tyne. My name's Ray Spencer and I'm loving being with you on this Sunday morning. Now, we are about to tell you about Spotlight, which is our digital newsletter. If you want to know what's happening at the Customs House, all the shows that are coming, all the activities you can take part in, why don't you just sign up to Spotlight? Just go to www.thecustomshouse.co.uk and you will find out how to do it. But for now, we're going to have a little bit of bus stop. Concentrating on truck and right 
I heard a dark voice beside of me And I looked round in a state of fright I saw four faces, one man A brother from the gutter They looked me up and down a bit And turned to each other
So that's 10cc there, Dreadlock Holiday from the 1978 album Bloody Tourists. And somebody who is not a tourist but is a regular member of the Customs House team is with me now. Hello, Fiona Martin. Hello, Ray. Looking after our learning and participation department. Tell us what is happening in the build-up to this year's Takeover Festival. Well, it's very exciting at the moment. Um, we still have entries and places for young artists who want to have their work exhibited as part of the Takeover Open. Now, we usually have in excess of 100 entries um, and they're exhibited all through the gallery space and we're like um, seeing a variety of art, we're like seeing painting, we're like seeing um, an, you know, animated style art, something more um, traditional, we love photography, you know, we really like any type of art that can be put in a frame and put on the wall. Generally, the ages though, you know, when you say young, young, see, I'm still relatively of course, young. Of course, By yeah. Captain Tom's standards. <laughs> but by our funder standards, I see yeah. what you mean. So it's, it's any artists between the age of 10 and 25. And any medium, as long as it's a bit of art that we can put on the wall. That we can put on a wall. So the sculptural things is a little bit more problematic, but as long as it could be wall mounted, we'd be, we'd be happy to see that, but maybe not a full a full sculpture of someone's home, for example. And the deadline for entries? Um, the 12th of May, and if you're interested, the best thing to do is to get in touch with Izzy so that we know the work is, is going to be dropped off. We can, you know, package it away safely and we'll get your contact deals. So if you email Izzy, izzy at customshouse.co.uk, then she can give you... Um, information on when you can drop it off safely in the venue and for those listening when will it open the exhibition well the takeover preview um is on the 31st of may so that'll be the first day of the takeover and that'll be an open exhibition where we'll um invite people who have their work exhibited to come and to see their work in the gallery and then it'll be open for the rest of the takeover and then for a few weeks afterwards as well so people will be able to enjoy it for quite a long time not just for the takeover so people can come from anywhere across the northeast and beyond to come and see their young people's work in our gallery yeah and i think we maybe do need to think about how using some of our um you know technology and and kind of um insight that we have within those technological capacities in the venue to have a way of showing the gallery in a 360 view for people who aren't comfortable traveling um and for people in other parts of the country so that's something we'll, we'll challenge our technical department to think about oh that'd be brilliant to get it online because it's some great work that we've seen over the years and how many entries do we get did you say we've normally had a, in the region of 100 entries um wow. but it's exhibited in really interesting ways so um you know it might be themed by you know colours or it might be themed by ages but we're, we'll have a, a kind of a freelance team and a link with the Newbridge um, the Newbridge studios who kind of provide that specialist creative visual arts knowledge that maybe we don't have at the moment in our building. That's brilliant and there's other things happening towards the takeover festival yeah we had some exciting auditions we did so on thursday and friday of the 22nd and 23rd of april we had um over so over 50 young actors so some of them were via self-tape um just because they weren't able to travel um from from london and manchester some were um but the majority were in person so there was 46 actors that were so in person i think the youngest was 16 and then the rest was obviously the maximum age was 25 because of our funding and some of these had never had any agent representation. No, the majority didn't have any representation for a lot of the young actors. It was the first ever audition, which was amazing. Um, 
Um, so, you know, there were some little worried faces while they were waiting to come in. But as soon as they ran through once and saw that, um, you know, that they could do it, they, they left kind of with a big spring in the step. And it was really nice to even just to give people the opportunity of their first audition, because that's for, a milestone for an actor, really. For Cherry Aid Supernova. That's the one, yeah. yeah. We had Abigail and we had Andrew talking about that the other week. So everything's moving towards May the 31st. Yeah, it really is. It's it's all moving into into action and we've got some I won't give us any spoilers because we're going to have the takeover team or some of the takeover team in here to talk, to tell you about the program when we announce it but there's some really exciting names there'll be some national people there'll be some local people there'll be lots of opportunities to get involved in a range of art forms things like drag and um, musical theater writing and um, songwriting performing and um, and just to be able to watch a diverse range of art forms in, in the building and outside too. Well, that makes me feel so happy. So exciting, those, isn't It's it? so exciting. And why don't we have a happy tune from Farrell Williams? Woo! It might seem crazy what I'm about to say Sunshine, she's here, you can take a break
Williams there with happy and it really makes you feel happy and we're always happy at the customs house if we can keep the place open and do all the exciting things we like to do with the community but we are a charity and we rely on your support to tell us how you might be able to support us is our, our business development officer Marie Campbell who is supported by the Sir James Not Trust. Have to always get that right, but they're fantastic support for us. Marie, what are you going to talk about this week? So this week, Ray, I thought we could talk about how our lovely supporters could become customs house custodians. A custodian? Yeah. I know about these, obviously. I'm pretending I don't, but tell me what a custodian does. Well, yes, because you originally set up this scheme, so I'm telling Mm. you all about a scheme you know about, but lots of people don't, so I thought we could tell everybody. So basically, um, a custodian is somebody who has a responsibility for taking care of or protecting something, and our lovely supporters are helping us to care for our organisation and our building, as well as helping us to protect our organisation for the future. Yeah, so they love us so much that they give a little bit of money every month and a little bit of money soon adds up. I think I set it up, it was 10 pence a day I asked for Mm -hmm. and that makes a big difference if everybody gives us 10 pence a day because we get some tax advantages as well, don't we, with this? We do. Um, That's called gift aid and that's something that I'm going to talk about in detail next week Um, but for this week with the custodians as you say what we're asking is if there are some of our lovely supporters out there who could consider giving us a donation on a monthly basis and that would make a huge difference to us Um, regular donations are the holy grail for fundraising and with the support of the local people we can obviously know how much money that we're going to expect in each month and start to make our plans around that yeah it's a great knowing what you're going to get every month is such a a great advantage and custodians get very little other than much love uh, and thanks for giving that's it Uh, and it's a different from the friends scheme so if you're out there custodians listening thank you so much you've been such a magnificent bunch of supporters we now have well over a hundred I think yeah we're we're at about a hundred and interestingly a third of those signed up in the last 12 months so people obviously recognize the fact that in the last 12 months we have struggled because of the lockdown situations um, and have decided to show their support in this way well, and they can set the amount, I think, can't they? They can. You can give as little or as much as you can. Um, and it's really easy. If anyone would like to sign up, you can go to our website. Um, information is on there. Or if you want to get in touch with me, which is marie at customshouse.co.uk, and I can certainly help you. There you go. How to become a custodian of the Customs House. Thank you very much, Marie. And we look forward to hearing you next week here on the Customs House Hour on Radio Shields. The mouth of the time and we're now going to have i say a little prayer from a 2017 compilation album from aretha franklin now this is really interesting because it takes archival vocal recordings which were done at atlantic records but they're accompanied by new orchestral arrangements by the royal philharmonic orchestra sit back enjoy this one
Thank you to all our guests this morning here on Radio Shields, making waves at the mouth of the time. Thanks to the station and all their workers. It is a voluntary station. It needs you, the listener, to support them. So please tune in throughout the week. They're with you every day. So I'm going to leave you now with a bloke called Sting, who I once had fish and chips with at Coleman's. Here are police with every little thing she does is magic. Ta-ra for now. <laughs>